have been crucified in him. So we honor you and glorify you in this. Amen. Okay. Who's going to be first? Come on, Nay. My skit was supposed to be with Risa, but when God put something in your heart, he took me a whole nother way with it. So, some of y'all may know my sister. She may not. So, she died about eight years ago. She had a stroke. So, she left behind two sons. And right before she died she had applied for disability and on the day that she died is the day that she got approved so because she died on the day that she got approved there was no money so for the last eight years I had to deal with her boys saying I got took the money and didn't give them any. So it's been eight years of resentment with them being ill will, hostility, angry at me because of something that they thought that I did, but I did. So for the last eight years, I have had to learn how to love the unlovable. I have had to learn how to walk in the love of God. (laughs) In spite of (laughs) saying all this to say, Sometimes people be ill will towards you. And was something that you did, something that you didn't do, they have this deep resentment. But just because that's what they think, it don't necessarily mean that it has to be true. We as believers, we're supposed to walk in the love of God at all times. If you feel like somebody have done something to you, or you think we as believers are supposed to go to them, like the word tell us, and talk to them about it. It's been eight years that I had to deal with the resentment. It's done crossed over to bitterness. That means eight years of not only they my nephews, my mama ended up adopting them, so they also like my brothers. Me and my sisters, the only ones that's there for them. So I still, one is in prison and one is out. So I had to die to myself. The old Renee, is that ain't who I am anymore? See, the old Renee could deal with it. But I had to learn how to walk in the love of Jesus in spite of how somebody act, how somebody treat me. So no birthdays, Christmas, no Thanksgiving. Even though they wasn't there, I still did my part to go shopping for his kids on Christmas time. Just be there as an aunt. In spite of how he act, in spite of, I go year after year after year and don't see him because that's who I am. I'm not the person that I used to be. I'm the person that God is molding and making me to be. How can I allow the love of God to share the broad in my heart? I have to make these children feel love. Even if they don't love me back because I have the love of Jesus inside my heart. God put this in my heart to say, 
We can walk around for 10 years mad and ill will at somebody, but it don't have to be so. I would never, ever have took that money and left my nephews out to fend for themselves. But sometimes you can't tell that those are the person. When people get something in their mind and in their heart, you have to let it be. But we still have something that we have to do as believers. I think that was um, such a good example, um, which is something that happened in Renee's life with, you know, her nephews and how she knew what she did not do, but they still felt like she did. And that is resentment and ill will, which lead to bitterness. And that goes with the church. When you feel like somebody did something and they didn't do it and you're not going to that person the way the word tells you to go to that person, the enemy knows that's going to turn into bitterness. And bitterness will eat at you just like cancer. You get bitter, you become angry, and all of this that we've been teaching, you have animosity, you begin to talk about that person, and what you're talking about ain't so. So I, I believe God used that to let us know, you got to let go of what you hold in, because some sicknesses, things that uh, attack our bodies is because our immune system gets weak through anger. It gets weak through being stressed out, through animosity, through all of this stuff that we've been teaching on. If you don't check yourself, ask the Holy Spirit to check you and say, who am I holding resentment with? Sometimes we think we can handle it, but deep down inside, we're not handling it when we sweep it up under the rug. And one thing that I have learned, I can go to God all day long and say, God, open their eyes and allow them to see. But when I know something is right in front of me, God already gave me my answer through his word. He said, you go to that individual. If you don't go to that individual, you might as well don't go to God because you're going outside of his word and it's still not resolved. If you come to the altar and you feel like there's ought or resentment or something between you and somebody else, you can't even come to this altar. You got to go to that person and you got to give that person an opportunity instead of thinking you handled it by praying because you have not. That's not what God tell us to do. And I appreciate Renee tonight opening that up because that wraps up the whole teaching that we've been teaching on. Ill will, you know, somebody feeling like you done something that you didn't do or you done something. Either way, it is ill will. So we need to start handling things in front of us instead of sweeping it up under the rug. Is there anyone else? Hey, Brother Will, how you doing? Good, how you doing, sir? All right. I was going over this checklist right here that I made out, that had your um, sister needs to make out for the deacons. Right, right. And um, I know that you got down here where you checked off well. I know y'all come in every Sunday morning early and y'all check the, um, all the, um, like the heat in the air and the light bulbs and things of that nature. And I see where you got the heat and air, the, you know, the AC unit checked off okay to then check. But when I came in on the morning, one of the units was not working. And went back over the sheets, and I saw you checked off for an arcade on it. And there's a reason for these sheets, Brother Willie. You know, you don't just check off something and it's not done because, you know, there could be a problem, you know. So what I want to know, why wasn't things done like it's supposed to be done for checking off? Because you got help to, to um, help me take care of the stuff on Sunday mornings. And so I just want you to kind of, be aware that I'm following up, and there's a reason we do this paperwork, you know, make sure things stay in order. And I can't do it by myself, so that's why I got you and your helpers to help, you know, help me out, you know. So can you handle that from now on? Yes, sir, I'll take you care. You sure? Yes, sir, I got you. All right, no, no problems. No problem at all. 
You ain't got nothing on your heart? No, sir. Clear heart. Okay. I'll take care of it the next time. All right. Thanks, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Mm -hmm. Hey, Tyson. Kevin. Hey. What's going on? All right. How's it going? And I need to talk to y'all, man. All right. The same thing that was going on with me when I was at this other church is happening at this church here. Every time I turn around, Pastor Jane coming to me, you know, Brother Willie, did you do this? Brother Willie, did you take care of that? That's why I left the other church. Came to this church, thought I could get some peace. But it's it's like there is no peace. You know, it's something all the time. You know, he steady coming at me, you know, did you do this? You know, did you do that? And I don't know, you know, nothing else to do, man. You know, I need some advice from you guys. I tell you, <clears throat> I'll tell him first, Captain. Uh, Brother Willie, it sounded like you got some resentment. Um, you know, uh, you know, you you got a seed. Sound like you got a seed that's that's planted that you hadn't took care of from the other church. And wait, hold, wait, okay, hold, hold one minute, hold one minute. Now you said that it sounded like I got resentment, right? Yes. Um, I don't quite know what that is. What is resentment? I need you to help me with that. Resentment is when you got uh, when you got a, a alt or a ill, you know, with somebody from the past that that you had over something that they did or they did not do. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like that you had that seed planted, and you got that seed planted. Now it seems like it's going into you got ill will with Brother James when you got to remember, Brother Willie, we're, we're here to serve God and it's got to, your heart's got to be towards God. We do it unto the Lord and it's, and it's not how we feel or, you know, we just got to serve God and that, you know, pastor, during the teaching, she went to, uh, she went to Genesis 4-3 with King and Abel uh, and uh, King had had uh, resentment towards his brother. And Jesus was telling him that, you know, sin lies at the door. And I'm going to tell you today that you can master it through the word of God. And uh, I just feel like that if you have a change of heart and, uh, you know, get into the word of God, you know, continue to read and let it sink down, I think we can, you know. Amen. I feel you on that. Uh, D, I yes, sir. get your input on that. I mean, do you feel like what he's telling me, do you agree with what he's telling me? Do you think I was kind of being disobedient or being ill-willed towards Pastor Jane? Or do you feel like I got church hurt from the other church? That's what he was just telling me. So, Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Uh, he gave us the, the list you know, to go around to check the church. So he's saying, you know, that there was something that you checked off that was not done. So that's the proof right there, you know, that he was right in the area. But to get upset about it or to get angry about it, yes, that's, that could be resentment and ill will. Uh, so the best thing is to do, okay, Brother James, you know, I'm sorry it happened. You know, we're, I just try to get with my team and you know, we'll just try not be, try not let it happen again. Gotcha. Versus this, you know, talking about what happened at the old church. You know, this is miracle temple. This is not, you know, your old church. I appreciate that, guys. And you know what the Lord just spoke to me was that, you know, you guys is trying to you know steer me the right way, tell me you know what I need to know, something I, I didn't know because I didn't I didn't know what resentment means. And the Lord just said to me that you know. If you leave this church, the next church you go to, unless you get it, you know, resolved in your heart, you're going to have the same problem. Yes. So I appreciate it, guys. Yes, sir. So I just need to go back to Pastor James and apologize to him. Yes, yes. sir. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Hey, how you doing, sir? Yeah, how you doing, brother? Good, good, good. All right. Oh, you're an apology. For what? I, I wasn't receiving what you was telling me, you know, about the uh, stuff that you had me do for the church. I know that. Whatever you tell me, you can never steer me wrong. 
and uh, the church has got guidelines. You were just going by the guidelines, you know, and uh, and I see that whatever you do, that you do it unto the Lord. And I didn't realize that I was church hurt, you know, from another church. I talked with uh, Kevin and Tyson. They broke it down to me, you know, and the Lord shed some light on me, so I understand. And I just want to apologize, let you know you'll never have that problem again. And whatever you need me to do, I'm here to carry it out for you. Okay, but I thought we had a straight start with. <laughs> I did too, but uh, apparently I just I, I lied. Just, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we, we use that one. <laughs> as long as you got it situated and you got it right, then we're okay. Okay, you know, all right, everything's good. Yes, sir. Thank all you. All right, you're welcome. Anytime. Yes, sir. A very good skit. It was laid out very well with all the teachings that was done. And I love how Brother Willie was going in to talk to the other ones to try to get them to agree with him. But being that they know what the word was saying, they didn't agree with him. They told him where the root was. Because he mentioned, I did, you know, that's why I left the other church. If we don't deal with issues from the past, we bring those issues with us. And anything somebody asks you to do, you get angry, you get upset, you get frustrated because you feel like, why do I have to do that? You're telling them you'll do it, but you're going to talk to somebody else about what you think you should not be doing. That's why we have to get understanding in all things. So I love how they brought, that's how it's supposed to be. He went back, he handled it. Guess what? The door got closed. He mastered what? Sin? When it was laying at the door, he mastered it. It did not master him. And I'm telling you, God is opening up something in Miracle Temple, y'all. Some of us are allowing sin to come in and we're thinking that we're doing what's right when it's not right. No matter, and when Brother Willie started with my husband and my husband was telling him what to do, it looked like, okay, I'll do it. But deep down in his heart, I ain't want to do that. I'm not doing nothing. So God knows your heart. And let me tell you, you don't get rewarded when your heart is not right. Amen. So that was good. Who's next? I was supposed to have to do my skit with Gloria, but we will do it next week. But I was listening to Renee, and I opened up my heart and listened to what she had to say, and I can relate to her. I understood what she was saying. And when your family reject you like that, it hurts tremendously. It's just like somebody taking a fork, um, sticking in your heart when you know you haven't done anything. Because um, I've been going through a lot of stuff. And then when my sister died, because we wasn't looking for that, and it just hit the fan with me. I was dealing with my mama, my nephews. I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, it was just, it's like all them was together. And I'm over here with my husband by myself. And I'm saying... They don't understand. They don't understand. And what they were saying, I was saying something else. And it's just like, it was just, I mean, it hurt me so bad when my other sister told me that she told our brother that my mama said, let's get out of this hospital before Boot turn it out. That really hurt me for her to think of that about me. And then that's how I, God showed me that other people see me. The point, you know, it's not what you say, it's how I said it, and it's not what you do, it's how you do it. But I began to resent my mom. It's because, and I began to resent my nephews and my brother-in-law. I mean, I was just being honest. I'm just being honest. I, I was just going through. I felt like I was all by myself. All I would do was cry, 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 fuss at my husband, bite his head off. I mean, I was just going through. I mean, I even had a tone. I didn't even know I had a tone. But I've been having a tone for a long time, but I didn't find that out until my sister died. I had a tone with a lot of people at church, but... 
when I really thought about my tone and I was told about my tone through apostle, when she told me I had a tone with her, and I said, oh, my God. I mean, I had a tone with my husband, apostle, apostle Crow, anybody that says something to me during that time, I had a tone. The devil had me, y'all. I had a lot of ill will. I started hating people. I didn't want to come to church. I didn't want to be around people. But I knew this is where I was had to be to keep my state of mind. But it was just like then I tried to talk to people to tell them how I feel. They 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 were they act like they didn't want to hear me. All I want somebody was just listen to me. But then I started having ill will towards them, didn't want to be around them. I started shutting myself off with people. But, you know, I had to look at it like they said, that's what the old Denise done. That's what, that's what uh, Melvinia done. That's who I was. That's what Melvinia done. And I thought Melvinia was gone, and that's my first name. I don't use it. But I thought Melvinia was gone, but Melvinia was never gone. Melvinia was still in those hidden chambers, waiting to get a peephole to come out. And it's because I haven't dealt with a lot of stuff that I have been through. I've just been letting it pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up. And then it could not even be that person. And it comes out on, it spills out on the other people that ain't even did nothing to me. And they look at me and say, well, what the world wrong with her? I ain't going to say nothing else to her. I, I, I don't even want her to say nothing to me. She'll bite my head off. So I was dealing with all that, every bit of it. I couldn't even function. When you got a lot of ill will and hatred in your heart and you let it walk around and you carry it on your shoulders like the cares of this world you carry on your shoulders, you can't function, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't do the work of the Lord that you're supposed to do. You can't do no type of work. I mean, it's nothing is ever going to be right for you. And I'm speaking about me. That's what I was. I mean... And I'm still going through it, but I'm doing a whole lot better than I was doing. And I'm learning that I got to put my trust in God. You can't put your trust in man. Man will fail you. God can use somebody to come and tell you. But if you don't have an ear to hear and your heart ain't right, you're not going to hear what God is telling you. So the only way you're going to hear God, sometimes when your heart is hardened, you got a hardened heart, you ain't hearing nobody. You got, you got, you, you got to fall. That's it. I fail. I mean, I practically, honestly fail. I mean, I'm saying, oh my God. I mean, it was even spilling out at work when I worked the house of Rayford. It was spilling out at work. I mean, it was just, I was just dealing with too much. It was just too much. And I'm trying to satisfy everybody, but satisfying myself and I've always did that all my life. Long Everybody else was happy. Hey, it don't matter about how I felt. <clears throat> so that brought up ill will inside of me too because it was like I'm always thinking about other people but nobody thinking about me. But you walk around with that happy face. You putting on that facade. I remember one time in um, when I was over special events, God had got on me so bad about my face. And it said, take off that, uh, what was it? Uh, take off the, the safad or whatever I'm trying to say. You got on that face and that face you walking around. It's just like on TV where they have this, uh, where the woman walking around with a fan over her face saying one thing, but inside you really feeling something else. And that's the way I am. <clears throat> I'm asking God to come in. Take out what's not about him. I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about him. Because ill will can make you want to kill somebody. Ill will can make you want to hurt somebody. Because I know I've been there. Right here in this church, I was there. But I'm just being me. I'm just Denise. I don't try to put all this uh, survive for nobody. It's just me. It's Denise. This is the way I am, but this is the way I choose. I got a choice to go off or not to go off. We got a choice. But when the devil come in and get clogging up your mind and put all that stuff in your head, 
Ill will is a killer. I know, take it from me. Because I've been hurt so much. You get where you don't even want to. You put up your wall. You don't want to trust nobody. Them that you did trust, is like they're gone. They turned their back on you. You don't feel what you used to feel. Because God has got me in the wilderness. I figured it out today. He got me in the wilderness, and I got to get myself right. Because if I don't, I'm going to be lost. And he's given me the chance and opportunity to get rid of the ill will, to get rid of the hatred, to get rid of all the stuff that's not about him, that's not his characteristics. And I'm telling you, y'all, this stuff is real. We can walk around with a smile on our face, but God know our heart. I might not know your heart unless I'm walking in the spirit, but God knows your heart. I don't need to try to fool nobody because I can't fool him. Because people not going to get you to heaven. He's the one that's going to check your heart. And when you stand before him, or when I stand before him, he's going to say, Denise, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do this? He ain't going to say all that. He's going to say, I never knew you if I don't get my heart right. I got to get my heart right because it's not right. So I'm saying that to say this. We really being taught here at Miracle Temple. And we need to hold on with everything we got. And we need to really try to do it. If somebody offend you or something you don't understand. Or if I offend you or say something to you in a way you didn't like. Pull me to the side and tell me. Because I'm not going to go off on you. I'm going to listen. Because that helps you grow. But most of all, it helps me grow. Amen. Amen. And I want to say, um, dealing with what Sister Denise said, when we do come to one another, when you're wrong, be wrong. Don't try to be right. Because if you try to be right all the time, you're wrong. And sometimes you can build up in your mind, in your heart, that you're so right that you do no wrong. That's a lie from the pit of hell. When you have no understanding, and I know all of us have been on a job and we have been off of a job, but when you enter into those doors, they give you a manual, employee manual. They tell you the do's, they tell you the don'ts. And you try to abide by them until you want to have your way. And when you don't want to have, you know, do what you want to do, you go outside of what they want you to do. When they tell you to be on time and you're late, you come up with an excuse why you're late. They ain't looking for the excuse why you're late. They told you to be there on time. So when it comes to ministry, we have our guidelines, which is the word of God. And when God set up his ministry according to his guidelines, that's how you're supposed to abide by them. But some people get resentment because they think they know more than God. Like Sister Denise was saying, sometimes we may say something to somebody that is right, but it's the way we say it, and they know it's right, but they don't want to do it because of the way you said it. And sometimes we don't feel like we're saying nothing harshly, but when you start out wrong, you're going to end up wrong because that's all they're going to hear because some people haven't gotten there yet. Is there anyone else? Joe, I'm going to check this one. You check that one, okay? Yeah, I got it. Okay. See what's going on with it. This one over here look good to me. Okay. I think so. I think so, too. I think so. It's cool. I think it's cool. Let me check. Make sure. Hey, Sister Kat. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, you know what? I mean, meaning to tell you something the other day, mm-hmm. but I forgot. But I, I saw you and Joe working, so I thought it'd be a good time to approach you while you, you know, had it on your mind. Mm-hmm. But last Sunday we were in service. I mean, something's wrong with the sound. Okay. And you know, I know you say you, you, you hear mm-hmm. everything. Okay. But it seemed like it, it just kept happening. Okay. 
Uh, okay, I, I, th- I thought I'd just let you know. Okay, right. thanks. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're my girl. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Okay. Joseph's Catherine was saying something that she was hearing something, so you know we'll double check it again. Check All that right. one again. I'll, I'll check, check this again. one again. Okay. Yeah, no problem. All right. A week <laughs> later. <laughs> Joe, everything sound you know you good on that end? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes, I'm plugged in. Sister T. Hey. Hey, how you I'm doing? I'm good, I'm good. How you yeah. doing? Fine. Good. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be nitpicking anything, but mm-hmm. I know that, um, you know, you're the sound person, mm-hmm. and you're real good at what you do. Praise God. Praise God. And you said that um, you hear everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I'm not trying to, you know, just, I'm not trying to um, get in, in your, you know, space. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but, 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 excuse me, I'm sorry. Um. You know, I, I you know, I, I I kept hearing that same sound this Sunday, and it was kind of irritating a little bit. Okay. Okay. And I thought maybe I said maybe you don't hear what I hear. You maybe. So I just oh. could you listen a little bit more? Okay. Okay. We'll check it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's springing up. It's springing up. <laughs> Anger is springing up. It's springing up. Now she don't know a bit more about sound than a monkey. <laughs> That, that probably was her phone going I tell you on. what, probably was. She don't know she's talking about no way. I tell you what, you check that one. I'll check this one, all right? All right, I got it. Maybe she won't come back over here bothering us no more. Mind our business, what she need to do. All right, well, let's see. Hmm. Hmm. This one over here looked pretty good. Yeah. This one do too. Hmm. You think it might be something in the back? Kathy talking about really don't much care. <laughs> Tell the truth. Hold on, let me let me check something back here. Maybe she, you know, I'm talking about getting on my nerves. <laughs> Said t- twice, two Sundays. She talking about what she hears. She needed to worry about singing on Judah. I watch you can't sing no way. Watch you can't hear. Just stand up there, Joe. I can't hear myself. I'm like Negro, really. <laughs> Okay, so that was good, right? Yeah, it's it was good. pretty good too. Yeah, sound good. Pops been teaching on that resentment stuff, and I feel it. God knows, I feel it. Okay, so Joe, we good. Um, yeah, yeah. We straight. I think we straight. T. Hey, hey, so sister, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How good, you doing? Good to see you. Good. You too. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, it was okay. Oh, it was good. Good. It was great. That's good. God is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hope I'm not catching you at the wrong time. No, no, no. Ain't no wrong time. Yeah, you know, um, I know you're my sister. You know, you, I, you know, I could talk to you about anything. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Right, right. So, okay. Well, I'm not trying to be worsome. Okay. And um, I know you know your job. By the grace of God, yep. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you can hear, and I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Right, right, right. right. But, you know, um, we're not supposed to just sit there. Pastor say, if you see a problem in another department, you know, you can help that department, right? So I'm not trying to get in your business, but, <laughs> so, um, you know, I just keep hearing that sound. What? And it's so irritating, T. What, what are you hearing? What are you hearing? You, I thought you said you could hear. I do, I do. What are you hearing? You can't hear all that. It's a piercing sound. Does it sound like a gunshot? <laughs> no, I, I said it was piercing. Oh, oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, um, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Another one. I, I don't mean to offend you or anything, but you really know what you're doing. Do you really know sound, or you just? I mean, I'm not trying to offend. I'm just asking because you know, just between me and you. Because I, I know a person that can um, kind of help you out a little bit. If you want to, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, no, I mean no harm. But you know what, though? But it seemed like if you didn't hear it, it seemed like Joe would have heard it. Yeah, I ain't hear nothing. But you're training Joe, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and he said he had ears to hear sound, too. Uh-huh. Uh, between me and you, I don't, you know. What, what, I, I don't think you, you are Joe know what you're doing. I don't think neither one of you know, really. You're quite honest. Not me no harm. You know, um, Kathy. Mm-hmm. This make the third time? Yeah. Third time, right? Third time. Now, God do the gifting and the calling, right? 
right? And he, yes. he give it to apostle. Yeah. Apostle tell us. He also equipped us to do what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're an evangelist and a teacher, right? And? Okay, so walk in your lane. <laughs> now, this is the third time you done been talking about sound and what you hear and what you don't hear. Can I ask you another question? What? Would that be a fence? Probably. The fence is already there and it's red. What? What you want now? Why are you offended? I was just coming to you trying to help you, and I'm sorry. Forgive me if uh, I offended no, you. No, you're aggravating me what you're doing because you keep coming to me talking about what you hear, what you hear. I even got a call. You told Pastor James. You called Pastor James and told Pastor James, I went to Joe and T and Gloria, and they done nothing about it. Okay, you see us out here working on it. What you need to be doing is staying in your lane, practicing those songs for Judah, and when you get up there and sing for, you know, sing for the Lord, that you can sing and that you can hear what you're supposed to hear. See, you way that here in our business instead of taking care of your own business. Joe, you know what? <laughs> She don't know what she's doing no way. Sister T. What do you want? Um, aren't you a teacher as well? Don't you know the word? Yeah. Don't you know teachers are judged more harshly? Yeah. So um, is this the way God will have you to respond to me? I, you know. No, but, he, but, he, but, but um, you let the enemy use you because you know you're pushing some buttons. Well, I and you're getting on my nerve. I got a whole lot of them, but dog long you ain't on the last four or five. <laughs> so, um, forgive me, I, I didn't mean to. Yes, you did. Push your I butt. know you. you are, yeah, you did. You come, you yeah, you did. You come all the way from home. Now, ain't nobody in the church but me and Joe. All right, you saw us out here working on stuff, right? Well, but you passed by. No, what you should have done, you should have passed by. <laughs> Not in, you should have took the I-N-G off and the E-D, what? that means pass. Well, Don't you know, um, what you want? Well, I, I thought since you, it was just the two of you and me that, you know, you would hear me and you wouldn't be upset because you wouldn't, you uh, know, because a lot of times, you know, when persons deal with a lot of pride, when other people are listening, they get even madder. So I thought it was just Oh, us. are you saying I'm prideful? Joe, you what, what? That's what it sounded like to me. Now, look here, we're minding our business, so who prideful? What you hear? God, my well, ah, well, nothing. Go on, dig that. Forgive me. I love you, Sister T. I know, I know. I got nothing to do with nothing. Need to mind her business. Ain't that right, Joe? That's wrong. You know what? I tell you, Joe. I feel convicted. I got to get it right. I was wrong. Hold on, Sister Kathy. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm proud. Let me talk. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. I was wrong the way I came off on you mm-hmm. because Apostle been teaching on resentment, pride, and anger. Mm-hmm. And when you came to me, I was busy. Okay. But there was pride there. Mm-hmm. Then I became resentful because every time I looked around, you were in my face about something. Yeah. So then the anger started springing up. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about what you did last year. And I thought mm-hmm. about what you did in 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that came back. And what, I remember, what, what, what did I do? I don't know what it was, but it was bad because I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> but Pastor been teaching on that resentment, and I've been mm-hmm. holding that against you the whole time. Okay. And well, I've been saying, can't, to you, me. Can't, can't you let me talk? Oh, okay. See, there you go. go Stand it up I'm again. sorry. I'm sorry, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pray for me. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Because and I love you, and I, I, don't, know. I don't want people to think that they can't come to me mm-hmm. if they hear something. Mm-hmm. Because God can't use a prideful person. Mm-hmm. And what we do, we do as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I don't want this anger. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Moses had an anger issue, but mm-hmm. God is a deliverer, and we are in a deliverance ministry. Mm-hmm. So I'm being delivered from that anger. You know, and God is using you to pull it out of me, and you mm-hmm. do it well. God knows you do it yeah. well, but, but deliverance is available for me, and I accept yes. that deliverance, and I receive what you're saying about it. Mm-hmm. And by the grace of God, we do what we do, and the Holy Spirit do it through us. So, Joe, I apologize as your leader for you hearing me talk about shooting Kathy. You know, I, I apologize, and I want to do it openly in front of you because I want to set a good example for you. This is not how we're supposed to act. Okay, don't act like this. Go back and get those teachings on pride, on resentment, and anger. Okay? Well, can I speak now? Can I say something? Yes. yes. I I owe you an apology, too. I shouldn't have kept coming back to you, aggravating you, because I know you know your job. And just because I heard it the next Sunday and the next Sunday, I just shouldn't, because I shouldn't have went 
to Brother James because that was wrong. Because you, you know your job. You've been doing it for a long time. And I was also wrong by, by saying that Brother Joe didn't know what he was doing either. Because I don't know that nothing about sound. And I know you do the best that you can. And thank you for humbling yourself and apologizing to me. Feel free to come to me anytime. Right. And I'm working on on my approach as well. And I have a godly sorrow. Mm -hmm. Because every time I left out, I was convicted. I didn't do nothing about it, but I was convicted, Mm -hmm. you know, about how I talked to you. Mm -hmm. And and that's wrong. Because, Mm -hmm. like you're saying, we're teachers. And how can we teach if we don't do? Mm -hmm. We're hypocrites. Right. Play actors. Yeah. Phonies. Mm -hmm. All that. So we ain't going to be that from now on. Okay. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I want to say, that skit was very good. All these skits are very good. But are we doing what we doing here? It's easy to get up and, and go over the teachings. But I don't know about y'all, but my heart is heavily burdened. Because it's right here, right amongst us. Come on, it's real. We're looking at these skits, but we still carry an order in our heart against someone. But we get up, we teach people. We say hallelujah, we put on these smiles. But we still got stuff that we're holding. Because we think we're doing it like God wanted it done. That is not how God wanted it done. We do it the way the word tells us to do it. And sometimes we think we're doing something, but we're not, y'all. How can we bring people to Christ if we're not showing Christ? Showing his way of doing, not our way of doing. Come on, we, we, got, to, we got to stop. Because people notice where you are, even when you think that you're in a place that you're supposed to be in. People that walk in the spirit, they know you're not right. Do we have somebody else? Jamie bought his helper. This is based on a true story. Sorry, sweetie. I, There's I know, no sorry to that. <laughs> I, I don't know why you do that. You need to stop it. And, and those apologies is not going to make me happy. Sweetie, please forgive me. I, it was those jalapenos. I'm, I'm not and a, I know I shouldn't have did I'm that I'm not in front a forgiver. You. And you need to stop eating those jalapenos or else those are going in the trash can. Our belly's going to eat them. Look, um, I apologize, sweetie. I know I've been doing that around you. Yeah, apologies don't make Sky happy. Well, let me say this, sweetie. Um, Daddy was wrong for doing that because I shouldn't be... I mean, like you said, I should go to the bathroom. and I'm in the kitchen in here. Yeah, I need to go to the bathroom. Why have they do me in it? I, I know, sweetie. I'm, I'm, I've seen how it upsets you, and please forgive me, but remember... Speaking of those olives, you need to stop eating them, too. Okay. But listen, um, remember when you're talking... I saw how mad you were when you are talking to your mommy and daddy. You remember, you have to honor your parents, right? So, you know, I know I was wrong, but I'm going to try to work on that, so please forgive me. But just be careful how you, you know, you address mommy and daddy, okay? You're right, daddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I said that. But you're so ugly, this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to God be the glory. Now, but, um, you, you finished? Um, yeah, ahead, just um, to elaborate more on this, um, I used to do that in front of Sky, and I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not <laughs> that. You know, I'm 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 humiliating myself <laughs> while I'm standing in front of. You. <laughs> but I saw how it made her um, 
mad. I mean, she would literally, she would get really upset. And so it just came to my mind today. I was like, that'd be the perfect skit because I didn't want to keep doing that in front of her because even like little something like that, you'd be surprised how it can just grow and grow. So y'all pray for me. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. You see how Jamie brought family in, right? Things that happen in our home. He kept doing it, but he kept apologizing. He kept doing it, but he kept apologizing. So Sky finally accepted his apology because he kept coming, right? So we have to understand what the word says. How many times do we forgive? So it don't matter what a person do or how they do it, we still forgive them because sometimes they have to get there. That's why he forgave us, right? So look at little Sky. She finally forgave him, but she's telling him, you got to do what? Better. And he's working on doing better. This happens in homes. Little things irritate you. But we always supposed to show that love. We always, like Jamie say, forgive me. I know it was wrong. Then he pointed the sky and say, but the way you talk to us, that's not right. They worked it out. That's how it's supposed to be. We supposed to be able to work it out no matter how bad it is. We supposed to show the love of God. Amen. Anyone else? I know everybody got the same um, text, right? Now everybody's coming. This kind of tags along with, because I was the same way. I was like, God. Um, when you know, y'all know I like to pick really good, right? I mean, and the more, the closer I am to you, the more I pick on you, because you do that to people you love. Well, I do anyway. So, years ago, um, I would pick on my husband, and just like what Jamie was doing, and and, and it would just be all whatever opportunity come up. And I know one time he asked me, he said, do you do things to deliberately irritate me? And I said, well, yeah, lay awake and not even think of them. And I was just being, <laughs> I, was just, I was just being, you know, aggravating to him. And I really, at the time, I was just being, you know, mouthing off, being funny. And I didn't really know how bad it did irritate him. It really did irritate him. So now, you know, and as I've grown in here, I can look back on something just that simple. But those are the things that start. It ain't the big mm-hmm. fights. It's them little things. Right. And you're like, oh, she, like, you know, you start, you build it up, and then you don't say nothing, and then something else happens, and then you do something, and then they do something, and it builds into a snowball. And somebody asked me one time, they said, why did you and your husband get a divorce? I said, I don't know. I said, you better <laughs> ask him because I don't know. So, but that's it's real. Yeah, it is real. And that's the next part of the teaching. Frustration and aggravation. It's there. Some people keep pushing your buttons and pushing your buttons when they know you don't like that. But they do it on purpose because the enemy be using them. Is it there anyone else? Come on, Miss Deborah. What Miss Deborah coming up here? I can um, relate to Denise and, and um, Valerie um, with the situation with my husband. But um, I had to, when I first come here, I had to go to Apostle for counseling so I wouldn't have ill will and resentment against him. But still, it's as a, a process still going through that, trying to not have ill will and resentment towards him, being aggravated with him about stuff. That's showing me that I still have to let it go. I still got some of it in me. And then even today with anger, but it wasn't with that. It was something at work. Anger is attacking me more at work with these people than anything. But I have to... um. Still, I look at King, how he didn't master his anger. But I have to learn how to master my anger, get my emotions under control, 
stop letting the, um, things get to me and realize that I'm there. I'm working for God. I'm not working for them to please them. I'm there for him. I'm listening at uh, Sister Deborah and how she's saying first it started with her husband, and that's where it started, and that's where it's ending. Because when you carry stuff with someone else that you haven't dealt with, it's going to roll over onto other folk. It's going to spill over, and it's not even that bad to be that angry. And I want to say this. Nobody get so angry over one incident, not less it's several things that have happened in the past, and that person that's just coming to you just to tell you something out of love, you done blowed up. And they'd be like, what? I just asked a question. It's because that seed was already there. And you never dealt with anything, but people blame other people. When you blame other people for your mishaps, that's a form of pride. Because you don't want to look at yourself. You always throw it off on somebody else and say, it's because you did this that I done this. Come on, we ain't playing Adam and Eve no more. They had a choice just like you have a choice. I have a choice. We have a choice whether or not we want to cuss somebody out. Y'all, it's a choice. And the more you get into the, the Bible, you'll make the right choice. Even though they're coming at you, hurting you, doing whatever they're doing to you, you made a choice to show life. To, to be the light and not be the darkness. And they'll know, man, you change because you're supposed to have to knock me out. So, y'all, we're supposed to show him. And when I look at sheep and I know what's there and you're going to tell me it's not there, you ain't telling me, you're telling God. Because God is allowing me to see the deep stuff. He's allowing me to see it. And if I say, this is there, you need to say, thank you, God, for showing me that. You're in a ministry that's called the root up, tear down. So don't think God is going to allow you to have these seeds in you and not tell you that they're there because he loves you so much. And he don't want these dominating you. He want the word to uproot them. And we have to get into the word. Is there anybody else before we cut it off, Terry? Uh, I want to talk about anger. <clears throat> uh, I drive a dump truck, and uh, this happened a little while back. I had to dump a load of asphalt for a guy, and the guy started off from the get-go talking hateful to me. So I backed up to the harper dump. When you dump into the harper, as the asphalt dumping, you got to put pressure on the brakes. If you don't, it'll roll out from the harper and it'll spill, spill the um, asphalt in front of the harper and they have to get it up. So, usually I do pretty good, but this particular time, I dump and uh, I rolled out. So, it's just like the asphalt spilled in front of the harper. So, I, the guy already talked hateful to me already from the get-go, you know. So, he says, you got to get out this truck and help me shovel this up. I said, what? He said, you got to get out of this truck and help me shovel this asphalt back in this hopper. Boy, I got hot. I got out. I swallowed my pride. I got out and got my shovel. I'm back there shoveling. I'm like, I'm going to drive. I ain't no... I ain't supposed to be doing this, you know. So I went on, tried to humble myself, put the, help him get the um, asphalt back in the harbor. And uh, you know how you go along? The devil started talking to me. And in my truck, I keep a hammer right down here <laughs> beside my leg. I ain't going to tell you no tale. The devil said, the next time he say something to you, grab that hammer and bust it right between the eyes. I said, Lord, have mercy. He talking to me, you know. I can hear him in my head just as good as anything, you know. So 
Where I was dumping at is on the other side of Maple Hill, so I had to come all the way back to Wilmington to get a load of enough asphalt and come back. And we was dumping in a, uh, a golf course. So in a golf course, you know, the paved lanes in there, so they don't want you to get on the grass and up like that. So when you're backing up, you got to be real careful. So I, I backed on up, backed on up to the harper and went to the dump. And I said, dog, I hope I don't roll from up under this thing because the devil don't told me what to do to this guy, you know. <laughs> but, but I had to think about, I had to think about who I was. And I had to humble myself and, and actually call on God to, for me not to do that. Because when somebody goes talking to you and, and it, it, it shoots that blood pressure up, make you want to do something. Something special. And I'm like, then the guy's like, oh, if I knock this guy out, I might do I might do more than knock him out, you know? But anyway, so anyway, I uh I, I called on the Lord, Lord, Lord cooled me down. And then later on, I was in Clinton and had a dump for the same guy. So before I even got there, I was already praying. <laughs> but only thing come to find out, the guy retired. He's not over the company anymore. His sons take over. But yet, so I got there, he was still there. And I said, oh, wow. Lord, I hope you don't say nothing to me, you know. And uh, But I had to call on Lord and help me to pray for him, for, for me not to say nothing out the way and humble myself, you know. And everything worked out. I dumped, didn't have no problem. So next time I went to him again, I dumped, didn't have no problem. But it went for God. I might have done something I ain't have no business doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that was mine on anger. Now let me ask you this, Terry, on anger. We're going to get to the root of that one too. See, what provokes anger is a form of pride. Because when he told you as a man, you got to get out and help me shovel this, that already got you upset. See, that's pride. That ain't my job, and I'm not helping you do nothing. So your thoughts was already where they were before the hammer came. And then for you (laughs) to get that angry like you did, there's still a root. See, but he humbled himself. We can humble ourselves, but if we still don't deal with why we flur up like that, the root is still there. Do y'all know where I'm coming from? You... That, that's the good example he used. He did humble himself. He done right. But did you go back, Terry, and say, God, what made me get that? Should that have made me get that angry? No, I didn't, I didn't but I thought about what you said. It was pride because I'm like, that wasn't my job. Right. I shouldn't, I, you know, I shouldn't have to do that. Right. He checked you. The guy checked you on it. Nobody else never checked. Y'all, I'm telling you, I'd like the example Terry used because it helps open doors to let us know some of us don't like to be checked. Some of us think that we got everything like it's supposed to be when somebody checked. One thing that they feel like need to change, that pride rare up, and then you get ill will, you get resentment, you be angry, and then you always eyeing that person because they told you something that you thought you had right and it should work. Oh, this is getting good. Thank you, Terry. There you go. This happens. This is true. You're going to look at, okay, I'm going to be ready for this one. See? So we have to go home, y'all, and dig deep. I'm telling you, y'all. You got to dig deep and ask the Lord, what's causing me to be the way that I am? It should not be this way. Why am I backing off of people? Some people back off of people because they don't want to deal with people. And they think, I did right. I'm in the Lord. No, you're not. You in flesh. Because that's not the way God tell you to handle it. Some people walk around and act like, you know, I never have no issues because you sweep them under the rug. You don't deal with them. 
So people ain't getting all in your face because you don't deal with it. You back it up and you keep it under the rug. And then when you blow up, you be like, where did that come from? You know where it come from. It blew up in your face. So we need to check ourselves. Thank you, Terry. Come on, Tiffany. Well, good. Mama, can I have a popsicle? What? No, girl, you just had one. If you don't leave me alone. Well, you could have told me gently. <laughs> you could have told me no gently. Why? It's because that was really hurtful. Oh, you're right, Malaya. I apologize. No, you cannot have an icy. You just have one. Okay. Does, does that make it better? Mm-hmm. Okay, and what scripture are we basing this off of? Proverbs 15, 1. Mm-hmm. Um, a gently answer turns away wrath. wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Be in. <laughs> Amen. That's the truth. We do this as parents, don't we? Okay. There you go. That closes out this session. Come in for another one. It's free. (laughs) Amen, amen. Could we have Sister Erica to come up here and close us out in prayer?